Alright, so I posted this one on uh, Twitter that I was going to talk about something today. And it is very, very split down the middle. One of those kind of things. I need to sit up closer, don't I? Let's move this down a little. There we go. And let me preface this episode with some information. Information, point number one. Not sure why I said point number one. I am warning. There we go, warning. Uh, If you are of the Fox News variety, if that is what you buy into, is that rhetoric... And I guess the the right leaning stuff. I'm I'm not here to bark at you. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, but I am. I am very. I, I hate to even put a political stamp on it. Uh, I'll I'll just say that I think Kid Rock's a dumbass. How how about that? I I'm on the side that thinks Kid Rock is ridiculous. That should sum up how I you know how I am with this stuff. So, and, and warning, you know, this is, this is one of those things. Like if you don't want to like me less, as far as a YouTube video poster creator guy goes, walk away. I won't do this on obscure mics. Um, I won't do this on other productions, but this is my personal channel. So I'm going to talk about stuff that is personal to me. So I, I've stated on here I'm not a fan of organized religion, and I am not. I'm not an organized religion person. I do have faith. You know, I do I do feel I have a spiritual connection. Uh, I've, you know, and I've got some basic beliefs, principles, morals, that kind of thing. Organized religion to me. First episode, I think. I just think it's kind of a sham. It's just total bullshit in my opinion. Now, again, I have, I live in a very red area. It is very Republican, very conservative. And I highly enjoy a lot of people in my community. Most of my friends that are uh, not online are Republicans. Uh, my best friend Aaron is very conservative. We have casual debates. We don't get mad at each other. And he also has, he, he's not far right. He's like very middle, very moderate Republican. But even the moderate things, he, there's things that he is for that I'm like, I could never be for that. You know, so on and so forth. But we have a good conversation about it. It's not like a, a hatred thing or anything like that. Now, he would disagree with a lot of what I'm going to talk about in this, and that's fine. I love the guy. We understand each other. More of us should understand each other. Gets kind of hard when you go super far one way or the other, uh, but most of us should be able to understand each other a little better. That's out of the way. I'm going to go right into this topic. Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday. I went to church. I went to church. I do this once a year, every year, because my wife and I 
Uh, we, we have some folks that are friends with the family that we care very deeply about who are also uh, very right-leaning. And that's fine. You know, not everybody's the same. Everyone's different. Um, some things are really hard to even overlook, but, you know, some things just are not. And we love these people, and they genuinely care about us and we can't worry about every other little thing besides that it's one-on-one -on -one human connection love all that stuff some stuff you just gotta like you know choose not to want to dive into with with certain people like let's not talk about this because we'll come away liking each other less and these people have been in our lives for a long time They love our kids. Our kids love them. It's one of those situations. And we do really care about them a lot. So we go to church once a year on Easter Sunday for them. Um, no mistake about it. It's not for us. We don't go for us at all. We go for them. Because we want to be there with them. And, and they're older, you know. They're age of our... Uh, my wife's parents, in-laws, that whole thing. So we go to church every Easter. One time a year. It's a one-off every time. It is an apostolic church, which is what I grew up in. Which is part of what really turned me against organized religion. Apostolic church. To be clear, I don't. there's not many churches I've ever been to that I think are great. Um, my ex-wife, Tiffany took me to a church of her families in Kentucky and it was very bluegrassy and they played bluegrass music and the sermon was very chill and laid back not doom and gloom probably the best church I've ever been to it was, it was actually a very it, I actually enjoyed being there uh, most other churches no so this church in particular the apostolic church has a preacher who is probably my age-ish He's probably later 40s, maybe 50, maybe. Uh, I'm very early 40s, by the way. Just one over until the 29th of this month. But this preacher, you know, the first, we've been going, we've been doing this for years. Preacher uh, has a very solid way of entertaining the congregation. He's, he's a little bit funny, you know, he's got a good sense of humor and you know it was it became a thing where we're like you know this isn't so bad this isn't so bad this you know this is this is fine this church is fine year after year fine you know pretty good and every time after church he would make it a point to talk to me and uh you know kind of give his sales pitch not not pitching church to me but like selling me on him as a person and didn't really see any red flags or anything like that. You know where this is going. Um, but at the same time, this is a statement. I know how fake preachers are. Like, they're fake. Super fake people. Especially the apostolic ones. Because they're here on a Sunday. <laughs> you got to get that. Uh, you got to get the crowd pumped. It's a performance. Can't convince me otherwise. They're feeling the spirit, Mark. Fuck. Come on. Anyways. 
so this guy, he, he's a nice guy, nice guy on the surface, but I, you know, I never trust anybody as far as I can throw him. And so I'm working at a, at a bank a few years ago. A, well, no, it must've been, yeah, no, it's been a few years. And he comes in to get a loan and not exactly to my surprise, he was a dick. I mean, he was like away from church, away from his business. He was kind of a dick. Um, not, I did not enjoy doing a loan for him. He was a grouchy dick. And I was like, okay, you know, now I, I'm getting it. I'm seeing what's going on here. And I told my wife before going to church yesterday on Easter that I, I was probably going to try to kind of avoid him. I didn't want to do the whole uh, congregation, shake hands afterwards, brother, you know, you should come more. No, I shouldn't. And I, I avoided all that. Just not, not, not feeling this. And so the church service begins and my kids, six years old, nine years old, dress nice. We look nice. It was just one of those days like, okay, let, let's get through this. And then we'll, we'll go home and get back to our, uh, demonic ways. <laughs> not, not really, but church service starts. Everything's okay. A uh, couple songs, sing a couple hymns and gotta say, just cause I'm, I, I feel like being a dick today about some stuff because of what I had to go through. Uh, the music was terrible. Preacher played the bass. He's terrible. Absolutely terrible. That's okay. It's not about being <laughs> proficient musicians, but more terrible than normal. Like, you know, it was, uh, I never noticed it like I did yesterday. I was like, Ooh, they are way off on everything. This is bad. Just throwing that out there because I want to fuck them. <laughs> Again, I warned you before this, I am, I am a very blunt, you know, you, this may sound blasphemous, but whatever. Um, my faith is in God and you just, I, I don't, I don't follow the rule book of Christianity, so to speak. If that's not the right way. So be it. So the, the service starts, we got some songs and, uh, the preacher starts talking after a couple of hymnals and it's, it's already got a little bit of a weird feel to it. And I, and I'm sitting there and I notice in the middle of the wall, like this church is like many other churches. We got some huge TVs on the wall, one on the left, one on the right to display the words of the songs and all that good stuff. And, uh, I noticed for the first time that in between those TVs, it, is now for the first time ever a very large pole with a hanging like drooping American flag. No crosses to be seen. I've got an American flag though. Uh, let me take a drink here. Ah, kickstarting my morning with some kickstart. Not sponsored. Should be. I drink more of it than anyone else on the planet. I'm sure of it. And we got this flag and, and at that moment, like, I'm like, what's up with the flag? That That's new. Like something, you know, and I overanalyze. I'm like, something's up and don't get me wrong. Like I appreciate veterans and I appreciate people that serve 
and you know I, I appreciate them not everybody can not everybody is going to have the same opinions on everything as me but for me like I appreciate my freedom I appreciate things but at the same time we're not perfect and I think most people want to just assume and believe that America is perfect and no matter what wrongs or atrocities we commit we're only going to acknowledge the great parts about America so you can consider me not fully patriotic it's just I was born here I'm glad I was born here instead of a, a country that is not as free as this but people say we're the freest country in the world we're not uh, we're, we're not we're not you know it's it's just that assumption like we're the greatest it's just like when you work at a, a place and even if they're ranked 15th out of 30 pizza places we're the greatest because I work here you know we're the greatest pride okay again I appreciate things I'm not going to I'm not going to blindly follow not a country, not a president, not a preacher. It's not going to happen. I am my own person. I'm not America. I am I'm Jeremy. I I I am me. I'm not I'm not going to be blanket blanketed into a country or a religion. You know, I I'm, I'm me and I have morals, principles, beliefs, but none of them overtake me. No flag no nothing I'm not going to overtake me so I'm, I'm seeing this and I'm, I'm curious of course and this is I spoke about this on Twitter this is when the divine intervention happened so the preacher starts talking about how he his wife had a, a procedure done and the doctor knew that he was this is like I, I don't even understand this the doctor knew that he was an apostolic preacher like okay how why because he didn't know this doctor and I and this this is where the the shit hit the fan this is where things start and my jaw drops and everything's just going badly the doctor at the hospital knew he was an apostolic preacher he didn't quite get into any message uh that would be offensive or anything like that until a few moments later but divine intervention and I 100% believe that a, a higher power intervened at this moment I, I will say God because that's that's my belief and I and I do I you know I I, I analyze these things I I think about these things but my nine-year-old son told my wife that he really needed to get out of there <clears throat> he's like I really need to get out of here and he didn't know why. He's like, I just, I need to get out of here. So my wife, who I will preface this, the rest of the story, is much less tolerant of the way our area behaves. Uh, the way, she's much less tolerant of conservatives. How about that? I'll just fucking say it. She's a lot less tolerant of that shit. I'm able to put up with a lot more because I, I'm... I really try to understand both ways, both sides, both ways of thinking. Also understanding that some people are uh, more book smart than common sense smart, more more socially uh, intelligent than intelligent in general. There's just a lot of different people that think a lot of different ways. And, you know, that's kind of what does make this country that I do appreciate some things about. Uh, 
kind of a melting pot of, you know, not everyone can have the same exact ideas and way of thinking or else we wouldn't be able to melt everything together and make, you know, a, a democratic place, I guess. It's just, anyways. So my wife takes my nine-year-old son out of there, which was absolutely divine intervention. It couldn't have came at a better time. It was actually perfect timing. And I was very, I had this weird feeling like, well, that's strange. Like my nine-year-old needed out of there. He sat through this many times for many years. But my nine-year-old is like, I got to go. I got to get out of here. Don't know why. So he went out and luckily there were some teenagers that were planning all the eggs for the egg hunt that was to happen afterwards. And, you know, him and my wife missed 79% of the tire of the sermon. Sermon. Which is fantastic. And here's why. The minute they leave, the preacher that says the doctor knew he was apostolic claims that the doctor was basically giving him hell about being apostolic and about his beliefs and all this stuff, which would get a doctor fucking fired in a heartbeat if the wrong person were to go say, listen, your doctor is talking religion and politics with me. I have a hard time believing it. And the preacher also mentioned that he was a little Indian guy and made a reference about throwing him across the room and how that's not really acceptable. So that didn't happen. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, what the fuck are we starting here at church? I'm not going to quote him word for word, but thank God my kid left for an unknown reason. He just had to get out of there. Divine intervention on Easter in church of all places. And that divine intervention was to get him out of church. And my nine-year-old son is easily, uh, like, he he is very ingrained in the way he feels about things. And he would have he would have been very upset by what was to come. And what was to come was the preacher talking about how we need a resurrection in patriotism. So then I looked at the flag in the middle of the wall, and I was like, okay. There we go. Now it's on. Now I know what's going on. He's He's been corrupted by the news and the bullshit and the fucking divide and the political Christian nationalism movement that's going on. Instantly. I instantly knew kind of what else was to come. But we need a resurrection of patriotism. This whole service was not about God. It was not about Jesus' resurrection. It was about none of that. It was about resurrecting patriotism. He made reference to how a transgender man can't outlift him, like weights-wise. I was like, this is fucked up, man. He made references to how transgender men, quotations is what he did, can't protect the home if, you know, you got a family. Like, he doesn't want a feminine man shooing intruders out the door and he even did this, shooing them. We need a resurrection of strong men was a comment he made. Uh, he spoke of toxic masculinity and how it's it's overplayed. It, and then he, and every, every statement he made, he tried to save himself. After the toxic male statement, he's like, of course we need you know, men with compassion and this and that, but then he switched gears 
and said the men are basically to protect and the women are to nurture. And I know that this is how I know that this is how Christian nationalism works. I know that this is how church works in 75 to 90 percent of churches. I know how they think, how they feel, how old school it is. I get it. I know all that. But I've never heard this in a in a in a fucking sermon. And I was floored and pissed because I just don't think this way. And I was really angry that I had to sit there through that. And I sat in the front row and he knew I was angry. He saw that I was angry. He didn't try to talk to me afterwards at all. Thank God. But I mean, he, he went on to say that those with daughters, you know, no man wants their daughter to marry a pansy. And I was like, fuck man, this is getting, this shit's getting deep as fuck, man. This is getting, this is getting bad. And I was so thankful that my son needed to get out of there. I was so happy that he wanted away from what was about to happen as if he could predict it. And my wife, like we love the people we went to church for, the, the family, friends, my wife would not have been as taller. I was able to sit there through it, pissed, angry, appalled, and shocked. My wife would have got up and walked the fuck out. Like, and, and made a scene with her body language and probably a few grunting noises. She, she can't tolerate it at all. And my toleration is very low for it, but I also... I'm, I'm a very quick, rational thinker. Like I'm not going to upset our family friends. We're here for them. Like the reason my son needed out right then, right there, right now was so it could happen this way. So everyone could just think he didn't feel good. And technically we're still here and supporting our friends. And even though I would never support the message that happened yesterday, anyways, you know, sometimes you got to handle a situation. You got to take the high road. I'm not going to stand up and be that, you know, that uh, more liberal leaning person. It's like point, you know, I'm not going to make a scene. I'm going to wait till it's over. I'm going to get the fuck out of there. And that's going to be that. But that was it, man. Uh, I, I feel like it was divine intervention of my family getting out of there right before the shit hit the fan. I told my wife about everything he said afterwards. She was floored just absolutely floored and they were having like they mentioned at the beginning that they were having audio issues and my wife was like I was literally going to suggest you talk to that preacher afterwards and help him get some of their audio issues figured out and I was like I wasn't going to want to do that anyways but I'm definitely not going to do that now <laughs> and it was, I was I was just floored man I went to church on Easter which Easter is supposed to be by the way of the business of the churches it's supposed to be a very generic, you know, message that you've heard Easter after Easter. And I didn't want that. I wanted him to switch it up in a little bit, but he switched it the fuck up in ways I never expected. He switched that shit up. But my wife didn't have to sit through any of it. Thank God. Thanks God. <laughs> like, it, I just can't, I still can't believe it. I still really just can't believe any of it. I'm just floored. 
Like, and I, and I shouldn't be, I, I should grow to expect this. We're getting worse. And this is part of what's making it worse. Like I don't go around, you know, preaching my morals and principles to people. And a preacher's supposed to talk about love and, and faith and togetherness. And he, he, he didn't divide the room because I was probably one of the only ones that were pissed, but he divided, he divided I, uh, that sermon he divided. He divided me from that. I never want to go back. But I, fuck, man. I just, again, absolutely floored. Shouldn't be, shouldn't be surprised at all. I, I should not be surprised in the slightest. That was my Easter. And I'm at work. And I don't really want to talk about it anymore because it's bringing back all the anger. I'm still kind of pretty pissed off. Like, not, not impressed. And this is why I hate organized religion on top of all the reasons I've already said.